Welcome to Buzzed with Brian. I am your host, Brian. We're going to talk about beer, the history, and drinking. Hey there, beer fans. Welcome back to another episode of Buzz with Brian. So happy to have you all join me this week. I have another brewery special today. I am at Sahala Aleworks in Grafton, Wisconsin. For those of you who are a little geographically challenged, that is just north of the Milwaukee area. And I am sitting with the owner and head brewer here, uh, Matt Hoffman. Matt, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, Matt, is there anything you'd like to tell the audience about yourself real quick before we get started? Um, I'm just wrapping up about my 14th year professionally brewing. I've mm-hmm. worked around the state and the country, various locations, uh, and this is my one and only uh, ownership <laughs> duties, hopefully the last. So For uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, we opened this place about three and a half years ago, and uh, it's been going well ever since. So Awesome. Well, again, thank you for having me here today. And what are we uh, drinking today? What do we have featured for the show? Uh, we have one of our four year-round beers. This is 1896 Amber Ale. It's... Uh, Kind of a straightforward American amber ale. Uh, mm-hmm. We give it a little more caramel toffee, toasty notes. Um, kind of sets it apart a little bit. Um, and yeah, the name 1896 is the year the Grafton Fire Department was founded. Okay. And part of the reason we did that is we're community-based, but also the building we're in. Uh, when we first moved in, there was about half a dozen firefighters who lived in the building. Okay. Uh, they helped us get started. We threw uh, fundraisers for them, so we had a uh, connection right away with the the fire department so we thought it'd be a nice tie-in and yeah very cool honor honor those guys so awesome well we'll look forward to getting to beer later on in the show and let's get on to it on to the show all right so matt thank you again for taking time out of your day today to meet up with me and chat about sahala i'm really excited to be here for the first time today actually my Family and friends have been here and said nothing but good things, and obviously from what I can see around here, it's, yeah, it's a really nice, neat space, and we'll definitely talk about that a little bit later on. But to start off the show here, Matt, just tell the audience more about yourself. What's been your journey with beer, and how did you end up here being the owner of this brewery? Sure. Uh, well, like most professional breweries, started out as a home brewer, mm-hmm. uh, doing that in college. Uh, just kind of got an interest in it from, I loved cooking, and uh, I had a science major, so kind of like the science and the art behind it. Uh, then when I was looking what to do after uh, my undergrad, I was looking at grad school, possibly becoming a dietitian. Okay, sure. Wasn't sure I wanted that uh, kind of intensive schooling. It would have been another two, three years of mm-hmm. expensive, intensive schooling. <laughs> uh, so I started looking around. Some friends recommended uh, uh, that I go into brewing. They liked my homebrew, and I stupidly listened. <laughs> so, <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, 15 years so later here i am uh but yeah just started going and talking to the handful of breweries that existed at the time uh Mm -hmm. got lucky enough that russ klish at lakefront uh liked me enough to offer me an internship so okay started out learning cellar work uh their second shift brewer couldn't hack it and quit with no notice so they're like you know you seem competent enough would you like to to try it and then yeah they trained me up and I was shift brewing and during this time I was awaiting going to brew school out at UC Davis okay yep mm-hmm. um, so got about a year of uh, brewery work under my belt before going out there mm-hmm. uh, then I've hopped around to a number of breweries uh, like a lot of people you always want to kind of put your spin on things to put your mark on it and uh, you know eventually you know 
got or things came together and we were able to open our own brewery. Uh, it's just me and my wife were the sole owners. Mm-hmm. Uh, no investors, no rich uncle, no <laughs> <laughs> no uh, CEO invested in us. So right. we we uh, yeah have saved up, scrimped. She's a, a career art teacher. I'm a career brewer. So we, right. mm-hmm. we uh, managed to put it together. Got a bank to to believe in us and <laughs> for sure <laughs> and here we are uh so yeah we opened our doors in july of 2019 okay mm-hmm. uh, and yeah uh picked up my brew equipment uh that was on auction mm-hmm. uh had to drive a box truck by myself all the way to eastern or no, western michigan uh just east of grand rapids mm-hmm. loaded it up on the truck myself uh drove it back unloaded it in my garage there it sat till uh our lease uh, and build out was done. Wow, yeah. So, yeah, installed pretty much everything here. Um, everything we reasonably could, everything wood built in here from the booths we're sitting on, the tables. Uh, we did that ourselves, painted the place. All the photography in here is mostly mine. Um, wow, okay. We built the clouds. So, did uh, it's real labor of love. We didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah. Uh, and it's turned out pretty well. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree. Um, so I want to ask you, with opening up in July of 2019, tell me about that first year. And obviously, you know, we hit March 2020. Like, what was that like for you as a, you know, starting off your new business in your new place? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was pretty scary. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a business major. Like I said, mm-hmm. I'm a career brewer. So yep. it was a whole new endeavor just running a business. Um, and then, yeah, seven and a half months in, we got the state order that we couldn't allow people in our tap room Mm -hmm. and uh yeah up until that point it it was going really well um and then actually it didn't it worked out fairly well we had built up enough of uh, a fan base where um people went online ordered beers i filled cans uh during the week and then on Mm -hmm. fridays and saturdays met people at the door um, but yeah, we were actually down in Beloit uh, at G5 Brewing Company oh, sure. uh, mm-hmm. doing a collab beer. And luckily I brought my laptop because we found <laughs> out while I was down there. So I quick topped on their Wi-Fi and was building my website on the fly uh, mm-hmm. to, to take orders to go. Um, and then, yeah, once we were able to open again, uh, I think we opened our doors back in June of so 2019 or 2020. 20, so, so just before your one year anniversary. <laughs> yep. <Yeah>. yep. <laughs> Which was good yeah. timing. But yeah. as you can see, we have these nice big garage doors, a huge patio. So mm-hmm. we were fortunate to have that in place uh, where people did feel comfortable coming out and we didn't have the restrictions in our county that they faced in Milwaukee. So we were luckily able to, to largely run on un- mm-hmm. unrestricted. We were, you know, safe about things and careful and respectful of, of everyone's health but uh mm-hmm. yeah we didn't didn't have the the restrictions to to fight against as well so um it also i think drew a lot of people up here they they got out of the city and checked out the suburbs and For found sure. us so yeah so rounding in on i guess three and a half years of being open as of this recording what are you looking forward to coming into i guess the next you know your fourth anniversary and beyond what are you uh, looking forward to uh just keep doing what we're doing i mean the what you see here is what we have plan to do from the get-go there was no mm-hmm. plan to really distribute we did toy around a little bit with that uh last okay. year worked a little bit with the distributor it wasn't quite a good fit so we pulled back in our just tap room only mm-hmm. um we do do a little bit of uh, uh self-distribution when we 
have stuff we can send out. Okay. But mm -hmm. uh, we largely just sell everything here by the glass over the bar and uh, cans to go. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much how you'll find us. Uh, and we just keep trying to make cool, interesting beers, high quality stuff that brings people back and have a great atmosphere that people want to come and enjoy. Uh, yeah, try and keep it simple, not get too complicated. For sure. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, and then speaking of, I guess, interesting beers, is there a particular style of beer that you like to brew or something that you're really proud of that's on the menu? Um, well, personally, I like brewing the simplest beers. Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's less, uh, less things that can go wrong. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm really partial to doing uh, barrel-aged beers. Okay. They take by far the most amount of work, but uh, the results you can get are, are just really cool. Mm -hmm. I love mixed culture stuff. Um, we don't do a lot of it just because we are limited on space, but we squeeze out what we can. Mm -hmm. um, but then I'm also really partial to, to like German lagers or just nice clean American lagers as well. Mm -hmm. um, so right now we don't have any lagers on tap, but despite our name being Ale Works, we do, uh, we do a quite a bit of lagers when Lager, we can. Yeah. So. Love it. Um, yeah, how big is the system back there behind the bars? I'm looking at the brewer space. Uh, we're just on a three-barrel system, so okay. you get at most six half barrels mm -hmm. on a on a batch, and so it is truly small batch, handcrafted. Yep. I do all the brewing myself, start to finish, uh, from the recipe formulation. Usually, name the beers. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, yeah, it's we're about as uh, <laughs> rustic of <a> brewery <laughs> as you can find out there. I lovingly call my uh, my fermenters, like glorified garbage cans. Okay. <laughs> they are stainless. They are nice. They're super clean. So like, don't don't get the wrong idea. Yes, but, it, looks, it looks very neat and tidy uh, back there, everyone. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm super uh, picky about cleanliness. So, um, mm -hmm. and then my background as a quality manager and head mm -hmm. brewer at uh, several places, and my science background. Yeah, I'm, I'm very <laughs> particular about making sure our beer is top notch. Um, but yeah, it is a lot of extra work because of how limited our system is. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm happy with the beer, and uh, it seems like most of our customers are. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure, for sure. Well, I'm excited to get into the beer later in the episode here and uh, sample it myself. I know I've had a couple things that from the to-go uh, cooler, the cans to-go that my family's brought back for holidays, and I've been really impressed, and I'm excited to finally be here for the first time. So awesome. um, I want to circle back a little bit with you, Matt, here and ask you about the name. So Sahala, uh, for those of you who are unfamiliar with the brewery, that's spelled S-A-H-A-L-E. Yep. So it may not be so intuitive to be like, oh, that's how you pronounce that? Tell us about the name. Where does that come from? Uh, it comes from a mountain I climbed in Washington State. Mm -hmm. uh, it's in North Cascades National Park. I climbed it on a Knowles trip, which for people who don't know, it's kind of like an outward bound type deal. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, we, it was a mountaineering course. We did a bunch of climbing and this was just one of the last uh, peaks we climbed. It was just a fun, easy climb. And I love the, the, the name and the meaning. It means falcon or a high place. Okay. Um, so that's, I guess, the bird then. There's yep. uh, some... Yeah, so we're kind yep. of literal with our logo, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, putting the falcon in there, and then mm -hmm. uh, you know just the high place meaning, uh, always aspiring to better, higher quality stuff. That's okay, kind of uh, where that fits in. Um, it's also my son's middle name, so it's, oh, very cool. It's okay, kind mm -hmm. of got multiple meanings and mm -hmm. importance to me. So yeah, and it's hard to find a unique, unique name out there for sure. Um, yeah, <laughs> and a lot of people do mispronounce our name, like you spelled it. it a lot of people see it and they think it's Sahel, especially since we got ale. Mm -hmm. Sahel ale works. They think it rhymes. Uh, we're fine. You can say it however you want, as long as you drink our beer. That's kind of our <laughs> our one caveat. So um. awesome. Um, well, anything else you want to tell us then for today about uh, 
the brewery and your experience so far? Um, well, like I said, we're to find our beer, the best thing to do is come into our tap room. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have t- uh, generally 10 beers on tap. We just did expand our tap box to 12, but we still will focus on rolling 10 beers. Um, actually, four of them are year rounds, uh, and then the other six are always experimentals, one-offs, and seasonals. So mm-hmm. you might find it yearly. You might never find it again so okay. uh, yeah, if yeah. you're here you like the beer buy plenty of cans to go because mm-hmm. next time you come in might not, might not be here yeah. yeah we're usually putting on one to two new beers a week uh so the changeover is pretty high yeah um and i suppose with only having six half barrels that yeah that stuff can come and go pretty quick if you have a some thirsty customers coming yep, through <laughs> definitely uh and then we're dog friendly kid friendly family friendly so mm-hmm. you know definitely bring bring the whole family out and enjoy yourself we have board games uh we do while it's rolled up right now, we have a 100-inch projector, like most Wisconsinites that love our sports. So when there's a good game on, we'll we'll throw that on. Otherwise, it's kind of no TVs on here. Mm-hmm. Um, but around back, we do have, we call it our nook, um, but there's a TV and some couches. There's a video game, uh, Super Nintendo system with like okay. 120 games on yeah. it. So <laughs> my kid probably uses it the most of anybody. Um, but then, yeah, uh, we're also dog-friendly inside and out. So, mm-hmm. you know that's pretty popular we don't serve food which allows us to do that oh, uh, sure. but we do mm-hmm. allow you to bring in food from wherever we have john's pizzeria literally right across our patio throw away. yes yeah <laughs> so you can go there we have several other good restaurants in town you can grab to go or bring in a picnic mm-hmm. or stop in before or after dinner for sure stuff like that yeah so. Yeah, tell us more about the patio. I mean, I know it is an unseasonably warm day for the dead of winter here, but yeah. I'm sure that sees a lot more action in the summertime. What, how, tell us about the patio space. Oh, yeah. it's. Uh, I don't even know how many square feet. I know It's, it's big. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we kind of share it with our neighbors, uh, Phil Heads Coffee. So they usually close about the time we're getting busy. So mm-hmm. we kind of trade off using Changing it. Changing the guards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'd say it's probably a good... 3,000, I don't know, it's at least as big as our our space, and we have 2,750 square feet here. Inside the tap room, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that includes production and okay. cooler space and everything, so. Mm-hmm. And more than doubles our space, um, and yeah, in summer, it's usually packed out there. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, kids running around, and just adjacent to it is a nice water feature, and uh, mm-hmm. it's technically a village park. They have uh, fire pits. We have a couple of fire pits of our own. So even when it is cold, we get people sitting out there all year round. Oh sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you like sitting outside and having a beer, don't mind. If you're in Wisconsin, you shouldn't mind the cold that much. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for uh, telling us about the taproom space and telling us your story. If you if you haven't already, folks, come down to Sahala Ale Works and see for yourselves. Yeah. All right. Definitely. Let's get into some beer. You ready? Yeah. Okay, so we have arrived at my favorite part of the show. It's time to talk a little bit about beer. Um, We have the 1896 Amber Ale sitting in front of us. And Matt, what can you tell us about this beer? What what goes into uh, behind the scenes making of what we have in our glass? Um, Well, it starts out with good malt. I'm a Mm -hmm. big fan of Brees malt, so that's what's in this beer. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think kind of what sets it apart. I'm sure other breweries use it in their Amber Ale, but... uh, most amber ale recipes I've seen and have made on my own uh, don't include uh, extra special malt, which is uh, kind of their version of special B, okay. um, which Belgian style malt, if yeah. people are familiar. Anyways, it gives it like a nice uh, subtle 
campfire roasty toasty note not quite smoky but it's um mm-hmm. plays really well with uh kind of the toffee and caramel notes in this beer um i wouldn't say it's overly bitter but it's got a nice crisp uh finish to it keeps mm-hmm. you want to go back for another drink uh this is pretty much my go-to when i'm sitting around <laughs> the tap room if we don't have uh you know like our Oktoberfest or one of the other german right. lagers on mm-hmm. um but yeah i'm a big fan of straightforward beers so this is this is kind of what i'm what i like to to drink when i'm hanging out here absolutely um and i, I definitely want to highlight and point out you mentioned you know those caramel and toffee notes and characteristics you definitely catch that on the nose and then coming into the palate it is very smooth and apparent as well i think it's a really nicely uh, balanced beer between both of those features and the malt profile thank you mm-hmm. yeah. yeah always going for drinkability no matter if it's a pastry stout sour beer fruit, <laughs> heavily fruited sour or, mm-hmm. or like something like this yeah and what is this beer weighing in at what do we have on the abv uh this is six percent six percent oh wow okay so, yeah <laughs> so yeah which i guess i mean that's in tune with uh you, you mentioned that you like martin style beers too and that's certainly one of my favorite seasonals as well but martin's can uh gravitate up towards that as well so i think this is a pretty comparable very comparable beer yeah yeah is, is this a lager or is this a truly an ale uh this is an ale amber ale. okay um, yeah but yeah I but think it does if, have that kind of dry finish to it yeah mm-hmm. i think if you told someone it was a lager they'd believe you so mm-hmm. um oh yeah no i could see this being like a i mean i had a vienna style lager just the other day and this is very comparable beer as far as like the for me at least on my palate yep mm-hmm Right on. Well, wow. luckily it doesn't take as long to produce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Helps yes. our limited capacity here. Yes. Um, so I know in the episode intro too on this beer specifically, you were talking about the name of this beer, the 1896. <laughs> Do you want to dive into that a little deeper? Uh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, 1896 is the year uh, the Grafton Fire Department was founded. Uh, mm-hmm. They're literally a block away from our location. Um, and it being a red amber ale kind of fits in with the the fireman theme i know we're not the first to to kind of tap into that um but yeah our kind of connection early on with the local fire department also played into mm-hmm. to naming it uh very cool or given some type of uh nod to the local fire department mm-hmm. i like that um are there any other beers that are i guess you know themed or named that are kind of uh, in conjunction with the community in grafton here um, yeah, actually, we have Paramount Stout, okay. uh, which, for those who don't know, Paramount Records, uh, I think they operated back in the 20s, 30s. It was mm-hmm. like the, one of the few places that uh, black blues artists could record wow. at the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, another block or two from here, there's uh, a cool sidewalk in mm-hmm. Paramount Plaza, go figure, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, where it has, it looks like a keyboard, mm-hmm. um, the way they laid out the tiles and uh, names all the artists who had recorded there. Um, so yeah, they actually produced records. I had no idea that was here in uh, Grafton, Wisconsin. Wow. Yeah, okay. it's, it's not the kind of community <laughs> yeah. you think about it these yeah. days, but uh, yeah, we uh, have a pretty cool history here. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, have you seen driving through and even visible from our patio, there's some cool old buildings like built in the 1800s. Yeah. Um, so there's there's a nice vibe around here and it's uh, it's a great spot to be. For sure, absolutely. And the Paramount Stout is another year-round one that's usually always on. Correct, yeah. Other. Correct, yep. Not yep, nice. mm-hmm. and that one's uh, kind of mild after an Irish Stout. Uh, we boosted the alcohol a little bit on that. That's 5.5%. Uh, okay. And then mm-hmm. we don't typically serve it on nitro, but now with the extra tap lines, maybe we'll uh, throw a nitro version on ah, here and there. Ah, pretty tasty, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we did that last year for uh, um, uh, 
St. Patrick's Day, and mm-hmm. who were like, you should do it all year round. It's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I like the way it turned out, but yeah, it's, uh, um, uh, yeah. Anyways, it's, it is one of our year rounds, another nod to the local community. Other two year rounds are just kind of fun names that mm-hmm. have nothing to do with Grafton. <laughs> right, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Well, thank you for sharing the knowledge on this beer and the other beers there. And uh, with that, we'll wrap up the show. Sound good? Sounds good. All right, beer fans, that wraps up today's episode. Thanks again for tuning in this week and every week. And Matt, thank you again for having me in your space today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, before we wrap things up, though, Matt, you know, looking into this year, is there any big events coming up for Sahala Ale Works? You know, whether it's the spring, summer, or even to the fall. I know you have your obviously your fourth anniversary coming up in the summer, but tell us about that. What events do you have going on? Sure, sure. Uh, well, we periodically do uh, live music, so if you check our website or mm-hmm. follow us on social media, you can can see that. Catch some cool local music. Um, also, uh, Grafton hosts uh, one of the Toad races, uh, tour of. America's Dairyland okay. professional bike race circuit mm-hmm. uh, goes literally right in front of our uh, space here. You Very can sit cool. on our patio and watch it and sip on beers. Um, that's uh, <laughs> the day before Father's Day, so June 17th, I think, Yep. Okay. this next year. So come join us for that. It's a fun time. Uh, also, the big one is uh, fourth anniversary, which mm-hmm. uh, is the third Saturday in July, and the date is escaping me at the moment, but... Again, follow us <laughs> online, and uh, you'll see that. Yeah. But yeah, it's always the third Saturday of the month. We got live music and food trucks uh, and lots of great beers. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we started last year doing it two days, so it's actually the the Saturday and su- third Saturday and Sunday of July. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you can't make it one day, you can come by the next day, okay. or come both days for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then another big thing uh, with my German heritage and fan of German, being a fan of German beers. Uh, mm-hmm. We uh, throw a big Oktoberfest every year. Uh, we br- we've been bringing in the Squeezettes the last couple of years, okay. which is a pretty popular uh, Milwaukee-based band. Um, we play uh, polka-style music. Love it. Yep. Yeah. Got to have it for an Oktoberfest celebration. <laughs> yep, definitely. Uh, and then uh, we usually have at least six German-themed uh, beers for that, whether traditional or just kind of a, a takeoff a German theme. Like we did a German IPA with all German ingredients this oh, last year. Intriguing, yeah. Yeah, we do a, uh, we have a series called the Grape Crusader where we, uh, it tastes like a sparkling wine, but it's made with, it is a beer, but it's made with the legal limit of grape juice that we can put in it. And cool. we use Riesling grapes you know, for the Germans. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, that's a good time. Uh, this year we are moving it up to hopefully guarantee a little better weather than we might face in early October. <laughs> um, so this year it's going to be September 16th. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, other than that, every weekend's a good time to come in here. Like uh, we put on one to two new beers a week. So mm-hmm. if you come back often, you'll find new, new tasty beers to try. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, and I would definitely encourage anyone to to do that. And speaking of, I guess you know, opportunities to come to the tap room. I don't know if we covered this. What what days and hours? What's your normal hours of operation? When do you open? Sure. Uh, typically, we're open Thursday through Sunday. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Thursdays it's four to ten. Fridays three to ten. Mm-hmm. Saturdays noon to ten, and then Sundays noon to seven in the winter. And in summer, we're open noon to eight. Okay. Uh, it's basically summer hours are kind of uh, Memorial Day to uh, Labor Day. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, 
we haven't officially announced it yet, but it'll be in place by the time this comes out. But we are uh, going to be opening Wednesdays from five ah, to nine. Very exciting. Coming okay. out, giving mm-hmm. that a try. See, uh, see mm-hmm. how people respond to that. But, All right. Um, and that'll probably be a winter, winter only thing. Mm-hmm. I can't make enough beer to be open more than four days in, in the summer, summertime. So. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, people will show up on Saturday and Sunday and be like, "Oh well, what, what's there to drink?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'll have to cut cut hours there, but um, but yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you again for sharing all the information about Sahala today. Um, everyone out there, if you haven't already, you know, go check out their social media, follow along on all, the, all their upcoming events, and come try their tasty beers. Um, and as always, that's going to do it for us here on the podcast today. If you want to f- keep following along with Buzz with Brian, I'll make posts about this episode and all episodes to come. And if you want to reach out to me, you can, see, uh, you can send me an email at buzzwithbrian at gmail.com. Um, until then, can't wait to get back on the mic again and enjoy another couple beers. Matt, thanks so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Cheers, beers. Cheers. Cheers.